Hi, thanks so much for joining me today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for your wisdom, for your revelation knowledge. We thank you that you want us to know that you want to teach us your way. And we just receive that now in your mighty name. Amen. So the title of my message, I think it's going to be, It's Up to You. And um, so after I get into a little bit, you might see why I'm kind of undecided about my title. God is so good. You know, he, he is so in love with us. And I know I say that all the time, but he is just always trying to get to us. In fact, he's been singing this message, the song to me a lot. I just got to get a message to you. Hold on. And I think he knows that his people are frustrated and they want to quit and give up. And we've been talking about doing all the law, not just some of it, because if we just do some of it, then we've broken all the law. And God can't like change things around. He made his law. He, he decided the way things are going to be. He decided what's right. And so we can't come in and try to change that. We have to follow his example, his law, his principles. And so we got to get all our ducks in a row and do everything he tells us to do. Otherwise, really, we tie his hands. And so when you're, you're depending on God and you're calling out to God, and as we talked about, um, and you break one law, then you just tie his hands. He can't do anything. And we don't know that we're doing that. We don't get that. And I think that's why he's singing that song. I just got to get a message to you. Hold on. Hold on. And really what he's saying is, you know, in that message, there is your answer. It's up to you. It's up to you whether you do my law or not. It's up to you whether you um, go to heaven when you leave here. Whether you live in heaven on the earth in my kingdom right here and right now. It's up to you if you obey me. I want you to. I want you to have that life, that good life. I have come, Jesus said, that you may have life. Have it to the full till it overflows. The Word of God says choose life. And we choose life. We choose that good abundant life by obeying Him. And we don't purposely disobey Him. But so much of the time, we don't even know we're not obeying Him. And that's why it's so very important to have communication with Him. To get on your knees every day and say, correct me, show me. Show me where I might be missing it. You know, if we got a clog in our pipe, we got a clog in our pipe and nothing's going to move. And so many people, I think, are in this place where your life is stuck. You know, in fact, things are just getting worse and worse. Um, your, your appliances are just quitting on you. Your car is getting old. Um, your relationships are getting weak. And there's a reason. And God is saying, I just got to get a message to you. And it's what you're doing. It's not what I'm doing. It's up to you how you live your life. I love it that he's got to get a message to us that he's saying, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, don't quit because I got your answer. And it's in the Word of God. Our answers are in the Word of God. But we don't look to that. We just, we know the Word, but we put it aside, which reminds me of why I'm not sure what I'm going to name my message because he said to me while I was getting ready to do this today, he said the proof is in the pudding. 
Actually, he said the answer's in the pudding. And so I looked up how the saying goes, and it says the proof is in the pudding. And the answer is in the pudding. And what he really is saying is the answer's in the word. The answer's in him. The answer is doing the word of God. That's what he's saying. He's saying if you try it, the proof is in the pudding. If you try the word of God, if you actually do it, all of it, and believe it, give it some attention, and actually just do it, there's your proof. It's going to work. And I know from experience that it does work. I know what it's like to be off track and have it not work and have a clog in my pipe, and I know what it's like to be on track. And you know, so much of the time, even when God tells you the problem, you still like have this um, this block where you can't fix it. And I've learned that you have to go to him and say, okay, I heard you, but how do I fix it? I can't, I can't do this. If we don't forgive, we're a sounding gong. What does that mean? God doesn't hear us. We're just a sounding gong. And he can't do anything. When my son was born, he said that to me. There was nothing I could do. And it was because I was disobeying him. And I didn't know that, and I didn't know what that meant. But as you keep on seeking, you keep on knocking, that revelation comes. God shows you. He shows you how to live in his kingdom. He shows you where you messed it up. He didn't mess it up. We messed it up. He's got it all together. We don't got it all together. His way is higher. His way is love. And so that's like the most important thing to him is that we love him and care about what he cares about and then love those around us. And we're always thinking it's about us, and it's not. As a Christian, you, you serve the next person, not yourself. There's an order. God has order. And when you follow his order, the blessings are just going to overflow. The proof is in the pudding. If you follow his way, then his way kicks in. It's not that it's not true. It, it's not that you did something wrong. I mean, that's not what I meant to say. Um, we did do something wrong, but in the sense that it's not that you did something wrong and God doesn't like you or he hates you or he's mad at you, but we need correction. That's what I want to say. So it's not like you did something wrong and you're out of um, you know, his compassion. I mean, we are out of his will when we don't follow his direction. And so I think you know what I'm saying. But it's not like he's writing us off. He's reaching out to us all the time and saying, hey, hey, hold on. I got to get a message to you. I don't want you to quit on me yet. Don't quit on me at, actually at all. Because once you get this message and you get it and you get the revelation of it, then you're not going to quit. You're going to get it. Um, you know, I started out saying, I might call the message, it's up to you, because it is. We're always thinking God is doing something to keep us from having good, having that good life. In fact, this morning, he reminded me of that. I have come that you may have life, have it to the full until it overflows. Sometimes when I tell people that, they're like, yeah, right, uh-huh, okay, well, I'm not having this good life. And it's up to you if you have that good life, because God gave you the keys. Right here, he said, I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind, declare to be improper, um, 
and unlawful on earth must be what's already bound in heaven. And whatever you loose and declare unlawful must be what is already loosed in heaven. So in other words, whatever you do has to be in agreement with his way, his principle. And so when you bind the enemy, he's bound. When you don't let him control you, he can't. Because you said so. Because God gave you the keys. He's giving you authority over the enemy. But if we don't do that, or if we don't know that, then we don't have that proof in our life. We, we, we don't have it. We don't have the proof that's in the pudding. So we have to get revelation knowledge. We got to get that message from him to know how to operate in his kingdom. He's trying to get a message to us. And that's what I think is so cool about him. And I'm always saying that. And so no wonder he's singing that song to me. And um, he's singing it to you. I just got to get a message to you. Hold on. Hang on. Don't walk away. All you got to do is fix this or fix that, whatever it is. He's going to tell you the things that are out of order in your life so that he can give to you so that you can receive from him. So if you are in unforgiveness, then he can't forgive you. That's his law. And so maybe you're in unforgiveness and you can't do anything about it. You're just, you know, you're having all these emotions and you just feel like you can't handle it. You can go to him. Jesus said that you can't do anything without him anyway. So why try? Go to him and you know what he's going to do? I have this experience. He's going to heal you of that pain that was caused to you. And then you can reach out and love that person again. And, you know, you've got to have that time with him so he can get that message to you. you got to have time with him so he can heal you, so you can hear him. If you don't give him time or you don't um, ask him or acknowledge him, then you're limiting him. If you don't obey him, you're limiting him. I started to tell you about when my son was born. He was born with a birth defect. And God showed up and started talking to me. I had a relationship with God, but um, I, I hadn't obeyed him. And that's why my son was born that way. That's what he was telling me. And so he couldn't put his protection on us because I was disobeying him. And so we tie his hands you know, so if your life is a certain way and you don't like it or you're having this problem or that problem um, and you're not doing what he's telling you to do, which we were talking about, James, um, the last couple times, the last couple of videos he's been talking about. If you break one law, you broke all law. And we have to be a doer of the word and not just a hearer. And you don't want to learn that the hard way, but maybe you're listening today and you're already learning it the hard way. All you have to do is get before him and say, what is it? What am I missing? What did I, what did I disobey? Um, what principle am I not getting? And then you fix it. And then those blessings are going to pour on you. Deuteronomy 28 says that. If you take heed, if you fully obey the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, then all these blessings are going to come on you and overtake you. So if you're not having blessings coming on you and overtaking you, then you've missed it somewhere. And a lot of things are, are hard on your own. And um, they're foggy and, and you just can't get it unless you just constantly are going to him and asking him to help you. And so much of the time it is 
unforgiveness and we need healing. We need him to heal us. We can't do it on our own. We can't. And so God is saying that today. And maybe that's what I need to call this message. I don't know. I just got to get a message to you. He's saying, I got to get this message to you. You got to have the understanding to know that it's not me. I'm not saying no. But if you follow, if you follow the plan that I have so that you can have that life, have it to the full until it overflows, then I can pour these blessings on you. Until you do, I can't. And you know, the other thing I want to say is, when God asks you to do something and it seems too hard or you don't want to do it, um, it's really what, if you're thinking it's too hard and you don't want to do it, it's a lie that you're thinking. You know, the enemy, he comes to kill, stone, destroy. Jesus said that in the same sentence practically that he said, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. And so when he's telling you that it's too hard or you can't, he's really trying to keep that good life from you because once you do it, once you just say, okay, God, I can't do it. I want you to help me. And once you do it, the joy that you're going to get is just amazing. You're going to be so blessed for doing what he said and so happy and wonder why it took you so long to do it because really it's the best for you. He does that. He asks you to do things that are going to bless you, not him. He's into blessing you. He wants good for you. His mind is on you. He's in love with you. So it's up to you whether you forgive, whether you love, whether you decide you're going to call those things to be not as though they were, whether you're going to take authority over the enemy or listen to the enemy or take captive every thought. Jesus said we can have what we say. So you can't be, the other law that you could be breaking is you're, you're saying all the things you don't want and if you're saying the things you don't want, those are the things that are going to come to pass in your life. If you're complaining and murmuring and, and even if you're offended at God, then, you know, there isn't anything that he can do. So you got to come in agreement with him. Jesus said, I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom and whatever you bind and whatever you lose has to be in agreement with me. And then that's what's going to happen. So it's up to you. God allows what we allow. He said that to me one day. He said, I allow what you allow. And you know, that has just really helped me in so many situations. And it comes up in my spirit over and over again. You know, we can be a plus in someone's life, or we can be a minus in someone's life. You know, because one of the things I'm thinking about is when he says, I allow what you allow, you know, if somebody in your life needs something or is needy or maybe is a thorn in your side, you know, you can help fix that. You don't have to allow it to, to keep happening. You can take authority over the enemy and you can love that person and change that situation. And so what I guess I'm saying to you today, instead of complaining about a person in your life that bothers you or is like a, a thorn in your side, assist that person, help that person, because our warfare is not against each other. It's against the enemy, and he is out to kill, steal, and destroy. And when you're letting someone bother you, you're really aiding him instead of aiding God. Instead, You're allowing that to happen if it's somebody in your life and you can help, if you can change it, 
if you can affect their life for good, then you're allowing the better. So anyway, that, that's a cool thing. God is so good. He's so in love with us. And of course, it starts with making him your God. When you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, he does. He comes and then he teaches you all the stuff. And then you get to be blessed. You get to live in his kingdom. You get to be happy. You get to have that more abundant life. And um, you, you get all that good stuff he has for you. But the problem most people have is that we're getting the wrong message. And we're thinking that God is saying no or God is mad at us and um, that he doesn't want things to work out for our good. The opposite of really what is true, and that's the enemy. He comes to tell the lie. And so we got to know the truth. And the way to know the truth is take the time to get to know God. And that's the other lie. He tells you, you don't have time to get to know God. You don't have time not to get to know God because God is your source. He's your everything. And he's who you want to spend your eternity with. And the enemy wants to steal God from you. Jesus told us that. So we got to get revelation knowledge. We got to hear the word and know the word so that we can live in the word so that we can have that good life, so that we're allowing the good stuff in our life and not the bad stuff. So anyway, I was saying that when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, he's going to teach you all that. John 1, 1 tells us that he is his word. And so you got to get to know the word. John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word is God. So when you're getting to know the word of God, you're getting to know God. And when you do that, um, you're giving him your attention and you're allowing him, you're giving him room to start moving in your life and teaching you. When you do the word of God, then Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey, you'll obey me. And then I'll start showing myself to you. And he's going to show you and he's going to correct you. And that's a good thing. I love being corrected. I love hearing God. I love the fun little phrases that he says to me and that he sings to me and that he promises to give me the desires of my heart, and that he pushes me past myself to love one another, to love others more than myself. Because you know what? When you love yourself, it's a drag. It really is. Serving yourself is a drag. But when you serve others and you love them, you get the joy. You know, well, how's that song go? The joy down deep in your heart. And it's awesome. It's unexplainable. It makes you happy to love one another, to serve someone more than you serve yourself. And so we need to get God's understanding. And when you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, that's what he's going to do. He's going to teach you his way. It's not just a prayer to get to heaven. So if that's what you've done, that's what you thought, that's what you think this is, that's not what it is. It's a relationship. When Jesus comes to live on the inside of you, He's going to be there all the time, and he's going to just teach you. It's a relationship, and you gotta you gotta build that relationship by giving him your time. You do, and so if you never asked him to come live on the inside of you, all you gotta do is ask. As I said in Revelation three twenty, he said he's already knocking at the door of your heart. If you invite him in, he's going to come in, and he's going to dine with you. He said so. That means he's going to be with you. And then you just get to live that abundant life. And all you have to do is believe. All you have to do is believe. And when you believe, 
Ben, you're going to change your lifestyle. Your life isn't going to be like it was before. So pray with me, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you want to live on the inside of us and be our God. And we just welcome you right now. We thank you and praise you for coming and living on the inside of us and being our God and teaching us your way. We just love you so much and we praise you and we commit to you. Help us to be as committed to you as you are to us. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. God is so good. He's so in love with you. And if you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. And um, if I inspired you in any way, or if you've recommitted or any encouragement, I would just love to hear. I would. And especially if you said this prayer for the first time. I'm so excited for you. And remember to read the word because he is his word. Thanks so much for listening. God bless you.